What is up, Lit Lucid Podcast fans? We are happy to have you back for season seven of the show. This season is brought to you by Seed and Smith, an amazing cannabis company located right here in Denver, Colorado. Visit our website, litlucid.com, to learn more about our sponsors and to view our previous episodes. And if you're enjoying the show, be sure to share with a friend and give us a review on your favorite platform. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Lucy and Jared. Welcome, everybody, to the Lit and Lucid podcast. We are here recording live at MJ Binscon in Las Vegas with Nicolo Aida. He is the founder and CTO of Spirex and Fix. What's up, Nicolo? Hey, guys. How's it going? Going pretty well. We're glad to, uh, to meet you here in Vegas. We had to travel all the way from Denver to meet up, but <laughs> it all works out. We'll figure out a way to do it, but glad to have you at the, uh, the largest marijuana convention in the world here. And uh, this is, what is it now? My God, like the sixth, seventh, eighth year? I'm not sure yeah. now, but a big year. There's 35,000 people here joining us uh, Thursday here in the MJ Biz. And a uh, great show so far. You know, we had the Grasslands party last night where we've seen you guys. And everybody was rocking from Colorado and all over the world. And that was fun. And now we're waking up here Thursday morning <laughs> of day two of the expo and knocking everything out. So glad to have you joining us. Yeah, really glad to be here. I think it's funny. We all travel thousand miles to to meet people that live 10 miles away right <laughs> it's ironic. How it works, yeah. <laughs> all right well we'll just get started spirex started in 2015 and fix was launched in august of 2019 uh, nicolo has a background in operational and technical aspects of growing the cannabis industry especially the infused beverage line so we're going to really want to you know dive into that and learn a little bit more about your experience um, i know spirex uh, they have a variety of vape products like i said they've been around since 2015 so you guys you know entered the industry pretty early and probably have learned a lot along the way and then you know it'll be interesting to learn a little bit more how you guys you know switched gears and started with fix and moved into more of the infused beverage line yeah totally so why don't you just dive in explain to us a little bit more about your background and why you got started with cannabis yeah well uh so thank you very much for for having me being uh you know we started as you said in uh january of 2015 and kind of had the idea cooking in the in the back of our head in the months preceding it, there were a bunch of regulatory changes in Colorado that allowed us to do what we wanted to do, which was basically be the largest CO2 extraction company in, uh, in the state of Colorado. So um, at the time, I was uh, working for the National Renewable Energy Laboratory. Um, I had been living and going to school in uh, Colorado for about eight years at that time. I went, came out for grad school. I got a PhD in chemical engineering. I happened to have a really smart friend who knew a lot about supercritical fluids. And I kind of knocked on her office door and I go, can we do this for weed? <laughs> and she goes, I think so. And you know, we, we spent about a month researching and seeing what was out there, both in the you know, technical and scholarly literature, but also like just coming to conferences like this and asking people like, how do you do what you do? Mm -hmm. And, um, and we kind of, you know, went, went, went through all the mental exercises and convinced ourselves that we could really do this better, faster and cheaper than, um, than most people. And farms at the time were going from 10 plants to 100 plants and 100 plants to 1,000 plants and 1,000 plants to 10,000 plants. And we were looking at all the extraction technology and we're like, no one can deal with this. Like, like, like you can't, you know, if you were to process, you know, one of these large outdoor farms in Pueblo, for instance, you know, on the, some of the commercial equipment that was at this conference at the time back then, you'd have to buy a hundred of them and, and run all year. So 
we kind of started down that road. So there's a clear business opportunity, there's a clear scientific advantage, and we built the business based on that. We raised money from my friends and family and started running that business. What happened though is a lot of the farmers who were growing all that weed didn't necessarily want to give it all to us and pay us to uh, to process it and upgrade it for them. I mean, they're farmers for a reason. They really are good at that. They like what they're doing and they're specialized. And so the kind of part of the business that we missed is that we had to make really exciting and compelling products yeah, uh, in order uh, for the customers to see them, recognize them, try them and enjoy them. And so, you know, if you kind of like follow that evolution, it was okay, science into toll processing business, toll processing business into a CPG business. And that's all the products that you see now, all the, uh, all the vapes, all the PAX pods, the cannabis derived terpene select product, all of those things. But that thread really continues into this new product now, Fix, mm -hmm. where we're saying, okay, how are people you know, consuming and using cannabis? Who wants to use cannabis, but maybe is a little scared? What's yeah. a good uh, you know, form factor for them to do that? You know, gummy bears and edible marijuana are, you know, great products. They're easy to use, but there's a, you know, kind of big risk. I mean, we've all taken too many edibles yeah. at one time. No, or absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, the, the form factor is easy, but the risk is actually much higher. You know, mm -hmm. grandma's lit off, you know, tw 12 edibles. Yeah. Not, she, good. <laughs> not, not good. Not yeah. good. So, um, you know, f the fixed product is kind of trying to be that really approachable cannabis product. So it's low dose, two and a half milligrams of THC, two and a half milligrams of CBD. Oh, that's perfect. I love that. It doesn't taste like cannabis. And the cool thing about it is the way that we infuse the cannabis into the water. It's essentially like really, really small particles of distillate or almost pure THC in water. But those particles are so small that they actually go in the surfaces in your mouth uh, before it hits your stomach. So it hits you really quickly, like nice. in, in like five minutes. Yeah. And so and it's more like a smokable high because it is that pure THC and mm -hmm. not uh, like the first pass. I mean, I know there's a big issue with um, cannabis is not water soluble. Yeah. Is that kind of like the way you guys found to make it water soluble in a way? Yeah. So that's, that's um, exactly it. So we call it like the salad dressing problem. So like, yeah. you know, if you're ever Whole Foods or Safeway or whatever, and you go to your Newman's own Italian yeah. dressing and you got, you know, uh, oil on the top and all the water and ingredients up on yeah, the bottom. Exactly, yeah. And if you're going to put it on your salad, you just shake it up. That's fine. But it doesn't really work for uh, a beverage, right? You don't want it to be goopy. You don't want it to separate and the whole thing. So yeah, we, we work worked for about two years uh, with a company on the East Coast uh, to develop uh, homogenization technology. And basically, you're kind of doing these small little explosions okay. of uh, the THC distillate into the water to make those really small particles. And so, like, the science behind it is kind of geeky, and but it, it, it doesn't matter. The... the take-home message there is that the particles are so small there's like not enough force to get them to actually go and recombine with the other one so they just That's stay awesome. stay suspended in the water um which is cool uh but you kind of get the secondary effect that it's it's rapid onset yeah, yeah absolutely yeah it's kind of like a tincture as well in a way like in your mouth yeah absorption yeah well, and then I was reading it said it goes away after like an hour right yeah instead of you know an edible for yeah. however many hours yeah and there's you, you can read uh, plenty on that about what 
they call it first pass does. And mm-hmm. so, you know, or just listen to a Joe Rogan podcast. I think he talks about like every third podcast, right? You make this 12 hydroxy THC instead of the Delta nine THC. And that just has a longer time to process out of your body, right. which if you're, you know, sound on an airplane, like maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. But like, if you are in a movie and you want to function regularly yeah. when you get out, um, um, having it pass through quicker, uh, really help. So yeah. that that's kind of the the um, value prop is that you know it's it's a rapid onset and then about you know, an hour ish uh, you're 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 kind of down to a to a pretty normal baseline yeah. which is great if you want to be down or if you want more you can yeah. kind of um, do more. And so we look at that is the kind of response similar to alcohol. You know, you can have a drink or two and feel good. And if you have a little too much, you can just kind of put it down and wait for it to yeah, subside. You just kinda wait. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's kind of nice because I feel like edibles are totally not that way. You know, we talked about that already, but, you know, edibles is kind of like you're taking it and then that's your day or that's your night and then <laughs> you're on an edible now, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like three hours later, I'll take another one or maybe, you know, go run off and do something different. It's like you better plan your evening. You're in yeah. it, well, yeah. Or that moment where, like, maybe you get a call and you forgot you had to do something. Oh, my gosh. And that that edible is really, like, it's just coming on. And you kind of don't, like, foot's on the gas and you don't know where it's going to (laughs) go. You know, it's it's kind of one of those things. Which, you know. I'm, uh, at, at a certain time in my life, I guess that was okay and kind yeah. of fun. Yeah. But now uh, we're all like growing up, and now we're like we got things to do. I only have a couple hours. <laughs> like, sure. I don't have yeah. seven hours. I I'm, I might have a podcast to do at nine thirty in the morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just exactly. might not be yeah. confusing. The yeah. edible hangovers are tough. Yeah. Like, yeah. So to, so paint a picture for our for our listeners as far as you know what kind of beverage is it? Um, what yeah. are the flavors like? Tell them about that. Yeah. So, you know, if you're, you know, familiar with any of the the hard seltzers or even the non-spiked uh, um, uh, soda waters out there, you know, very light in flavor, like light fruit essence um, and, and, and no cannabis taste. The look is, uh, you know, clear, uh, t- totally clear. So uh, it's in a glass bottle with a uh, bottle cap. Oh, I love that. Pop top. It's a very heavy, sturdy feel. And, you know, we, you know, you can drink it out of the bottle or pour it over ice and again it it, it, it looks it's pictured like a jones soda remember those yeah jones soda man that was a thing <laughs> yeah i mean there are some you know other parallels which we could draw yeah, but uh you know the i was a new york seltzer fan like back in the day like those little like kind of like hand grenade sized oh, bottles yeah. but you know it so, so it kind of looks like that right it's clear has a mild taste and uh, it just happens to give you a little buzz. And so, you know, the, you know, we have this experience a lot, you know, and we're sampling products all the time, but you know, you're just trying and trying and then like you kind of forget, right? Like you forget that you like took some weed and you start feeling like, yeah, I'm like kind of happy. Like this yeah, is good. I feel good. Yeah, like, like today's a good day. And they're like, oh fuck, I'm stoned. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, cool. That's fun. Yeah. Well, I think there needs to be like a compliment. I think, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit more down the road here, but um, it's a nice compliment to your business model, um, but I think it's an also nice compliment to the cannabis consumer where um, maybe they can't smoke, maybe they can't eat an edible, maybe they can't even vaporize. They can have a beverage, though, yep. um, in a social setting or something. And I think that's great as far as a product offering for consumers. And it's in a seltzer form, which, I mean, seltzer is kind of all the rage right now, especially with our age group. Um, 
I think it's very approachable from a consumer standpoint. I love that you rounded me down into your age group. That makes me very happy. <laughs> you feel younger? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I'm like, I don't know, but I'm gonna go with it too. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's good. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm young and hip. <laughs> Tell you down. With it. Hey, maybe, maybe these drinks make you feel younger. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. Well, and hey. I also like on your website, you guys are advertising like you can have this as a drink. So if people who aren't drinking alcohol, they can still feel like they're part of the party as well. And yeah. I thought that was huge. For sure. And, and there's like, like you guys are touching on a lot of aspects that are like really like near, 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 near and dear to our hearts. And like this first one is kind of like destigmatization, right? It's like, you know, for whatever reason, you know, it's still somewhat taboo for someone or a soccer mom or whomever to walk into a dispensary, buy a big joint and walk down the street and smoke it, right? Yep. Like that should be fine. Absolutely. But for whatever reason, it's not totally fine right um and so being able to say well here's a form factor that we're used to that we're comfortable with that anyone can try and use and you don't smell and like it's it's great it's just this awesome opportunity for um for for people to try and 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 feel included and then the topic that you mentioned which is like you know it is quote unquote well, not quote unquote it it really is healthier than alcohol, right? From a caloric perspective, from a hangover perspective, there's no sugar, like from a, you know, all the, all the kids these days are on the keto diet. So, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. I mean, that's not even something that I even thought of really until now, but you're totally right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that a lot of consumers are going to look for that as far as like, you know, low calories. And I mean, cause that's an issue with a lot of people. That's why seltzers are such a hit right now. I think it's because of the calories and, um, it's nice to have that comp. But every white claw is a hundred calories. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, really? so you have you have six white claws like in a, in a night or whatever. Yeah. Like that's not. That's you know. rough, man. Yeah. We well, and like one of my biggest pet peeves with these cannabis events is everybody's serving alcohol, and I'm yeah. like, we shouldn't be serving alcohol. Like yeah. this is ironic. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's it it definitely is uh, you know insightful, right? Yeah. That you know in our demographic, which is probably on like the upper end of that bell curve of tolerance and use and you know i mean like this is all of our business together right and you know we still gravitate towards these things that we know right and that comes with familiarity and destigmatization and 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 kind of all of these like bigger concepts i remember sitting here at mj biscon last year now you know i don't know if you guys have covered it on the podcast but the the valuations of Canadian public stocks from oh last God. year to here, <laughs> yeah. they, they lost like 75%, <laughs> right? Like, like you know, if you know, if you were worth like, you know, if you had like a hundred bucks and then like you go back in your wallet like the next day and there's 25 bucks there, like you're like, fuck, yeah, what, what happened? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> so, you know, the guy was sitting on stage, Canopy Growth is worth more than Molson Coors, right? And I just scratched my head like thinking about that. I was like, we're in Las Vegas, right? You can get a Coors product at literally 10,000 outlets in a four square mile you know radius from here and you can buy weed at 12 right right like that just it blows my mind and so you know as we you know kind of like move forward in this this industry everyone look, likes to look at these you know profit plots and market size plots which go like up and to the right which are which are great like everyone wants the industry to do well but you know something has to happen for it to go from where it's at to there and that's all about new customer adoption mm-hmm. absolutely and all about destigmatization yep. right so until you know so you know not to poo poo last year <laughs> but you know like if someone like is doing some hindsight and said, yeah, and looked at that, okay, 
Canopy is worth more than Molson, but you can't buy that product anywhere around where we're talking about it. And then a year later, it's worth 75% less. Well, no shit. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, for us to find, finally get to a place where everyone's using it and it's normalized and it's enjoyable, it's going to be with new products. And that mm-hmm. was kind of the idea and motivation behind this. It's not the perfect product. It's not going to solve all of the problems, right. but it's a great alternative for, you know, a, a lot of the um, yeah. challenges that we're seeing. Out Absolutely. There in the I love that. Yeah, I think, you know, like we mentioned a couple of times, it's a great compliment, I think, to everything because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to pull a lot of those consumers in because a lot of people just don't want to smoke cannabis, so yeah. they're not going to go to the traditional route of flour, uh, the next more traditional of like a concentrator vaporizer product. Um, so it's a total natural compliment of, you know, a beverage. Yeah. You know, why not? It's something that everybody can easily consume. I mean, all cannabis consumers can even consume it, so why not? Yeah. And so I think, you know, it's a smart move um, as far as your business, but also I think it's a smart move to uh, to adopt a new product for the consumers. So kudos to you guys. That's Sweet. awesome. We'll have to uh, get you guys some samples once we're back in Colorado. We'll definitely yeah, we'll have definitely to sample try it. it. Yeah. So you, people can find them in a local dispensary in Colorado? Yep. Or? They're at all the floral locations, all the light shade locations, and oh, a nice. smattering of... Um, uh, other stores around Denver and around the state. Um, they're all on our website at wearespherex.com or awesome. getmyfix.com. Nice. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your, um, your Spherex products, your vape products. And, yep. Um, how, tell us about your lines. and. Yeah, so uh, Fix or Fix. Uh, Spherex has uh, almost 40 SKUs. Um, we started with five SKUs. Uh, it's Mango Kush, OG Kush, Granddaddy Purple. Uh, oh, all the main ones. I love that. Yeah, yeah like in classic. Uh, Lemon Haze and, uh, well, it was Candy Jack, but there are some rules in um, uh, Colorado about naming things after. Candy. Um, yeah. yeah, so candy. So they uh, couldn't really do that. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so uh, we had those five uh, core strains uh, in our 510. Um, we use uh, CO2 extracted uh, distillate. So we extract, then we winterize, uh, and then we distill. Uh, those THC potencies range from 80 to 95-ish um, yeah. in, some, uh, in some cases. Um, and then we, so we have those uh, five strains with CO2 distillate in five tens. Uh, we also have all of those in one-to-ones. We have those 10 lines also in PAX pods. Um, and then we have what's called a mood line. And so we, uh, that's focus, chill, and relief. Um, we put those, so we did there's some public research um, out of Israel about the um, kind of, um, effects of terpenes. And so they identify specific terpenes and terpene blends, which help with different uh, feelings, if you would. So, you know, focus is a, you know, concentration uh, enhancing uh, terpene blend. Uh, Chill is a relaxing one and relief is a a pain relieving uh, one. And we don't claim that these products do those things, but there's research that says there's a correlation between these two, and those are the terpenes that we're using um, in those blends. So we have chill focus and relief in disposables and also in pack spots, and then we have our select line, which uses 100% cannabis-derived terpenes, and that's more of a high-end, limited-edition product. So I think you know I think it's great that you guys are using terpenes. I mean, it's a huge issue right now that we can we've touched on on yeah. quite a few episodes now, um, but I think. You know, naturally derived terpenes, that's huge. And also terpenes in general are really um, a great complement to cannabis and I think also helps to enhance the, the effects and, and kind of the feelings. Yeah, definitely. In a natural way, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, 
there was a big blow up in the past few months. You guys probably, you know, heard vape gate and the whole thing. Yep. And, you know, it was, you know, it's, it's a complicated issue. I mean, you have to separate out nicotine vapes from THC vapes. Yep. You have to sell, separate out legal from illegal vapes. You have to separate out cut from uncut and the whole thing. And like, you know, the news wants a three minute soundbite. Um, and so we have spent a lot of time over the past few months educating our consumers what is a terpene, where it comes from, that it's natural, it's not a chemical, you know, all of these things. And, uh, and you know, I think that there was a little bit of a lull, but that's, that's starting to come back as we are educating our consumers about what a terpene is, that we, that we add them in, you know, three to five percent, and it's just cannabis oil and terpenes, which are yep. already present in the plant. So you're, it's everything that's in the plant that's good and nothing that's bad. That's awesome. Yeah, and I think something that really came out of that was that I think it really kind of uh, put the operators on a pedestal who were doing it the right way because then you realize everybody came out and said, well, we're not doing that. Here's what we do. And then I think it presented a great opportunity for consumer education and, you know, in light of what was happening. But at the same time, I feel like consumers, I mean, Lucy and I, I almost feel better now, like out of all the information we learned in the past like month and a half because of the vape gate. Um, I feel more comfortable now approaching certain brands and using their products because I know that, okay, I, I can trust them and I trust their yeah. process. Yeah. And um, kind of hearing what you guys said already, I mean, obviously, you know, you guys are very trustworthy and you guys put a lot of time into understanding the science and understanding the consumer impacts. And uh, that goes a long ways, yeah. a really long ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I saw some report that says 100% of the illegal vapes that they tested in California all had pesticides. Yep. That's frightening. And 0% of the legal ones did. Yep. I mean, if there's not a more compelling reason to go to, you know, a licensed shop, like that's, that's, that's the reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Clean cannabis Yeah, right. by people who care and people who kind of know their stuff. So yeah, it's totally. Great. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just wrap up with some advice for young entrepreneurs looking to enter the industry. Ooh, Ooh, <laughs> that is a long and complicated question. Um, so yeah, uh, I think there's a few things. So one is you need to make sure that whatever that idea is, is technically sound, right? Um, you know, I mean, Elon Musk can build rockets, but I don't know many other people that can, but you know that you're not violating the laws of physics or, th or things like that, or, you know, you're not going to make this ultra heady, you know, cool concentrate. You're going to sell it for a thousand dollars a gram and everyone and their mom's going to buy it in, or a dab break the size of a backpack. You know, <laughs> there are some things that just like, just like, like really think through the idea mm -hmm. and, and, and validate it, you know, make sure that the science works and talk to as many people as possible and um, make sure that that works. Mm -hmm. Second most important thing. And I think most people will tell you this is team team is really important, making sure that you, you have great partners, partners that complement your skill sets. You don't need seven accountants uh, in a startup that, 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 that doesn't really work. But having, you know, one guy who's really technical, one guy who's great with PR, one guy who's great with uh, business stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. that was one of the hardest lessons that I learned. It was, uh, you know, like I can't do it all. Yeah. And so I have a, I have, I have a great partner now and you know, he does all the things that I did poorly amazingly. <laughs> and he, he's like, just, you know, Nicola do that science shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, you know, uh, uh money's, uh, important as well. Like really important. Um, how you raise it, uh, who you raise it from, uh, raising it from f friends and family can be nice and easy because your uncle is really happy to write you a 
you know, a check, but then he's going to ask you at dinner, uh, you know, every week, how, yeah. how's the business going? And when you're, you know, like <laughs> struggling to make, uh, you know, payroll and, uh, you also have to deal with like uncle Bob, like it's not, um, it's not the best thing. So really thinking through about what your capital requirements are, who you're getting it because they end up being your partners too. Um, and so I think that if, if, you know, uh, you know, you see a lot of these young wide eyed, uh, entrepreneurs out here and I love hearing all the ideas, but yeah, if you can, you know, if, if, if the idea is real mm -hmm. and you have a great team and you're always thinking about what the financial impacts are, like I, if you can follow those three rules, you're probably set up pretty well for success. I you love guys that. Just got those some are great. Solid advice. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Write that stuff down. <laughs> Thank you for that. I think yeah. that's great advice. And we did touch on that team is a huge thing. And then especially finding, finding a team that's strong and complements each other and, and their weaknesses and skill sets and, um, capitalize on the strengths of everybody in your team. I, it's hard not to succeed when you're doing that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we really enjoyed having you on today. Love learning about your products, uh, your new products as well. And, um, can't wait to see them all in consumers hands and yeah. see you guys shake up the market in the next year. Really happy to be on and, you know, congratulations on seven seasons of success. Thank you. Yeah. yeah everybody go get your fix, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You guys with that, I'm lit. I'm lucid. And that's it. Laters. Welcome to Seed and Smith, the revolutionary brand that makes transparency and quality the foundation of their product line. Among these innovative products is their High Times Cannabis Cup winning Dart Pod system. These industry leaders are dedicated to including you, the consumer, into their everyday processes. Take the opportunity to engage and explore the workings of Seed and Smith with a full facility tour. To book a tour and more details, visit www.seedandsmith.com. Seed and Smith, crafted for all walks of life.